1: tuned in to the 49ers rush podcast and here is your host john chapman all right it is time to wrap up our mock draft now if you are just listening to this episode and you missed the first part of the mock draft stop this podcast (laughs) go back and listen to the previous podcast. It should be up on your feed. Uh, You can literally, uh, we got a new thing set up where you can just talk to Siri or whatever and just say, hey, Siri, Play 49ers Rush Podcast, and it will pull up. Uh-oh, I just said that out loud as I'm recording, and sure enough, my cell phone next to me, I'm an amateur, pulled up the podcast. <laughs> That's awesome. It works. So, um, yeah, go back and listen to Part 1 of this. I detailed picks 1 through 20 of the first uh, mock that I put together with player trades, draft pick pays, uh, trades, and compensation that was given out for both of those and today what we're going to do is we're going to finish out this mock but it's more than just a first round mock cuz we uh, a lot of us are 49ers fans, right? We are going all the way up through pick 36, so we are going to start with uh where we went off, you know, the 49ers were able to get Nick Bosa at number 2. We had a trade at the first overall pick. I don't want to go back through everything, but go back and listen to that. So the goal of this podcast is to do what I think the teams will do. Not necessarily what I believe they will do, uh, based on GMs, uh, schemes, how they value players in the past. You know, there's there's a lot of tendencies that teams put out there. We do have a lot of NFL co- head coaches and offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators that we do every year. But with a lot of teams, you can kind of predict which way they are going to go. And with that, we're going to start at pick 21. Again, go back and listen 1 through 20 was on the previous podcast, and we're going to knock out 21 through 36 today. So at 21, the Seahawks are picking. And man, Russell Wilson was sacked 51 times in 2018, which was third most in the league despite attempting the fewest passes. So this is kind of an anomaly. He threw the fewest amount of passes of any starting quarterback in the NFL, but was sacked the third most amount of times. Something's got to change, or Russell Wilson's career is going to be completely over. So, uh, you know, every year I say they've got to go offensive line. They've got to go offensive line. I'm not a Seahawks fan at all. And then last year, probably the biggest bust in the first round, they go out and get Rashard Penny, which was just an absolute abysmal pick and you know he, he showed flashes but having a uh, running back in the NFL that like can't pass protect that leads to your quarterback having the third most sacks in the NFL so I have them taking Cody Ford offensive tackle out of Oklahoma absolutely love this kid now grading Oklahoma film is pretty difficult but Cody Ford checks all the boxes they had the best offensive line probably in the past decade in college football it was unreal how good they were but uh, it's just anytime you watch an offensive line of film and it gets boring, you've got to love it. Uh, there's not a lot. He just doesn't give up space, and he doesn't get beat, and that's kind of what you want. You don't want your offensive line getting noticed for anything. And Cody Ford would step in immediately, having him and Dwayne Brown as your tackles. That would help Russell Wilson so much. So that's pick 21. Pick 22, the Ravens. Goodness, what? I'm not quite sure... What the Ravens' philosophy is going to be. They cut Michael Crabtree, which was well-needed. Michael Crabtree led the entire NFL in drop passes and had a 55% catch percentage, which is like Des Bryant bad. I mean, it's just absolutely abysmal. There was one time in the NFL, you know, Jim Harbaugh came out and said uh, Crabtree had the best hands in the NFL. And he did, but those days are long gone. So I have the Ravens taking another wide receiver in Nikhil Harry. Wide receiver out of Arizona State. They've got to figure out somebody that can catch Lamar Jackson's balls. Uh, which is a great phrase. Uh, Definitely, if that's taken out of context, that's going to be great. But um, (laughs) he's a tall, rangy, wide receiver that's going to have one of the better catch radius of the entire draft class. This kid can kind of do it all. I like him a lot. He'd be an instant upgrade, and it will help take some of the pressure off that running game as well. Nikhil Harry, his game film is very, very fun, and I think he would fit there. Now, the problem is why take a – Wide receiver in the first round, if it's not a strong wide receiver class, which I think there is a lot of top-tier talent, but not like early first-round time. I think this is where they start to go in the 20s. But why take a wide receiver if you're only going to throw the ball 15 to 18 times a game? And I think this is what the Ravens are going to have to struggle with. And, you know, this is something new because – the ravens have been one thing and now they're shifting to this new offense what's that going to look like do they go get a stud running back to pair up and just say you know what we're going to run the ball 30 plus times with our running back we're going to run the ball 15 plus times with our quarterback and just see what that gets but at some point you have to address the wide receiver position what they have there you know crabtree's gone um, John Brown's a free agent. There's just nothing there. There's nothing there. Willie Sneed is your number one wide receiver right now. So they have to do something. If they go in the first round, I think that they will, but I'd understand it if they don't. Moving on to number 23. Again, Texans. You know, we talked about the Seahawks having one of the worst offensive lines. Then I think you got to go Vikings and probably Texans are going to be in that last tier as well. I've got them taking Greg Little old tackle out of old miss now greg little's interesting because he is he's up and down um the talent is as high as anybody but man if you piece together the clips of his bad film where his weight gets off balance yikes but the thing is we're getting to the point now where the tackles are kind of gone so what are we going to do um, I can't believe they traded away Dwayne Brown, but they've got to do something to get Wilson. He led the NFL in most sacks in 61. We've already lost him at once this season, or once in his career to an all uh, season-ending injury, given that injury had nothing to do with context, so I don't want to take that out of context. But if you have a quarterback getting sacked 61 times in a season, you've got to change that. The Texans are a team that legitimately could be Super Bowl contenders with that defense and that offense and just the way things sit on all cylinders. But you've got to protect your quarterback. So hopefully they get smart and actually protect this kid and get some people up front that are going to be able to give him some time to get the ball to DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, Love that team. Love watching them. One of the funnest teams to watch. I think them and the Colts are just an absolute blast to watch on both sides of the ball. So Texans 23 taking Greg Little. Now let's move on to number 24. Now this is a team that had already traded. So. This originally pick 24 was the Bears pick. Okay, I've got it changing a lot. Then the Bears, they traded a first round pick and much, much more to get Khalil Mack. And so it goes to the Raiders. Then, and a funny thing real quick, the Raiders were going to trade Khalil Mack to the 49ers last year, but they did not because they thought that the Bears would be a better first round pick. (laughs) Well, the difference between pick overall two from the 49ers and pick 24 from the bears they were big time wrong there but that's okay mike mayock is there now and the raiders then traded that now to washington earlier in this mock draft i had the raiders jumping up to get uh they gave up number 24 and number 66 to get jakai polite so i already have the raiders with two edge players back to back And uh, they got Josh Allen with the number four pick, and then Ja'Kai Polite, they doubled down on edge rushers uh, because Washington wanted to drop out because they couldn't get a quarterback. So, Washington is here to pick at number 24, and as I said earlier, Washington has one of two moves. They've got to get a quarterback, and if they aren't going to jump ahead of Miami to get that QB, they're going to bail out. So I have them belling out again. Why not? This is what they should do. So Washington trades out for a second time this draft to the Patriots, and Washington gets number thirty-two overall, the last pick in the first round. We'll hear from them soon, and number seventy-three. So basically, they're getting um, you know an early, early. Or sorry, a very late first and then the seventy-three overall pick. And I have the Patriots. Are you ready for this? Taking Kelvin Harmon, wide receiver in C State. And I think that the Patriots are going to get a wide receiver in the first or second round for sure. But I think that they sit back until the run of wide receiver starts and then they jump up. I love Kelvin Harmon. Kelvin Harmon is my wide receiver one in this draft. He is the most complete wide receiver in this draft. Best hands, best blocking, field awareness, all those things. The only issue I have with Kelvin Harmon is he is not necessarily a space creator. But a lot of these top tier guys are not space players. They're really, really not. The only one that was was Hollywood Marquise Brown, but he is now injured. So take that for what you want. I've got the Patriots taking Kelvin Harmon, trading up, giving up the number 32 and number 73 overall pick to get him at number 24. I love Kelvin Harmon. He is a draft crush of mine. Let's move on to number 25 in the Eagles. I hate this pick, but I think it is a good pick. And I know Eagles are going to get mad at me and say, we don't need another cornerback. We have six of them. I agree. But the Eagles' secondary woes were well-documented last year, and even though injuries were a main reason, they have to change what's happening in that secondary. The only reason why they were not competitive throughout most of the year is their defense. It was absolutely abysmal. I have them taking Trayvon Mullen, cornerback out of Clemson, and a big reason why is I, my, Jenkins is gone. I, I think I, I'm not sure that he is going to be able to play there again this year. I hope that they retain him. But even if they do retain him for one more year, Mullins could play that spot. He is a big corner. He could step in and play outside or safety. He is one of those do-it-all guys. So even though he's got CB in front of his name, I think that he could transition to safety, which in that defense – plays a much more valuable role than the majority of them. So a number 25 overall, I got, I'm taking Trayvon Mullen. Um, I could definitely see them going offensive tackle here, but there's just not many available. So I got them going Trayvon Mullen, focusing on that defensive side of the ball. Let's move on to number 26, the Indianapolis Colts. They are taking an absolute still value pick. Montez Sweat, edge rusher, Mississippi State. man. Um, He is the 10th defensive lineman that has gone off the board so far in this draft. And this is what it's going to look like, guys. 10 defensive linemen in the top 26 picks. So essentially almost every other pick is going to be a defensive lineman. So I I could totally see uh, this happening for the Colts. They have changed their defense around from one of the worst to one of the best in one season. And they have drafted very, very well montez sweat is a long just stud edge player he's shined in senior bowl practices and i just think that this would be an absolute home run pick i it's weird you know once you get into this sweet spot of the draft there's not much difference from the 12th overall pick all the way down to probably the 40th overall pick because you have your blue chip players, your Nick Bosa, you know your Josh Allen, your Quinnen Williams, you got these guys up top. But after that, there's just a bunch of different guys that are kind of graded out very similar. You know, as as I do my draft, I haven't finished up all of my first round overall picks. But right now, I'm sitting at about 22 first round picks, 22 grades, and usually. That's where it stops, but I know I'm going to have a few more guys that I'm throwing in there. Uh, As far as the second round, I have a lot of early second round grades, much more than I had last year. So uh, the talent is very jam-packed once we get to the meat of this draft, which is taking place right here. So guys like Montez Sweat, guys like DK Metcalf, guys that, you know, there's going to be people who are saying, why is he not going in your top ten? Well, look back and see who's going in the top 10. And again, this is a mock draft. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do several more. <laughs> but uh, this just gives us a way to look at the draft and see how it's going to shake out and say, good Lord, well, there's a lot of talent left here. So here we are at 26. The Colts take Montez Sweat. Just great pick. Now we move on to number 27. The Raiders are back okay they have three first rounders uh number four overall they got Josh Allen then they traded up to get Ja'Kai Polite and they still kept this first round pick so the Raiders still on the clock at 27 they're going to get DK Metcalf wide receiver old Miss and man I'm just telling you Al Davis would be so proud of this pick just the idea of getting this huge height size speed combo in DK Metcalf he had the huge neck injury but everything should check out. This week's going to be very important for him at the combine. Um, this is just what it is. So, this gives the Raiders Josh Allen, Jakai Polite, and DK Metcalf, which is obviously a great, 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 great overall first round haul in um, part of this rebuild. And, you know, I like DK Metcalf. Obviously, Draft Twitter loves him after those pictures came out, and he's jacked. I totally understand that. But you got to watch the film. Uh, His route tree is not diversified. He's a very raw prospect. He basically runs a hitch route or a wide receiver screen or a go almost nonstop. It's one of those two routes with a comeback route mixed in every now and then or a drag or a post. So he's going to have a lot of work to do, but the physical traits are just about impossible to ignore. This is going to take this kid a while to develop, but he's going to be thrown into the starting lineup no matter where he goes as a first to early second round pick uh that's dk metcalf number 27 to the raiders now 28 the chargers um you know these guys are interesting because they think that they found a new way to play defense and they decided in the playoffs to just throw a whole bunch of defensive backs out there and say screw linebackers we're just going to reinvent the wheel and the first week It worked absolutely incredible. It worked very, very well. You know, playing against Lamar Jackson and the Raiders looked great. Then they tried to do the same thing versus the Patriots, which was just the worst call imaginable. You're playing against the most run-heavy team or one of the top three most run-heavy teams in the NFL, and that didn't work going small. But that's okay. The Chargers still try to outsmart everybody, and they go safety here. Deontay Thompson, safety Alabama. Now, He's had a terrible, terrible offseason. Started off with the championship game where he got burned by Clemson a few times. Now he is injured and probably not going to work out in the combine. He just continues to fall. This was a kid that people were putting in the top 10 before the championship game. And I, I think that this is a steal here. And I think that this is probably the best fit for him. Uh, Just because once he goes there, where are they going to put him? Are they going to put him at a linebacker? Are they going to keep him back at safety? Are going to play in the nickel? He can do so much and the versatility is key there because he can play in a two-safety system or a uh, single-high-safety system. So Deontay Thomas is probably going to be on every single team's draft board plus the whole Nick Saban coach thing. Definitely helps him out a lot. So I have him going number 28 overall to the Chargers. Number 29, the Chiefs. So close. So close to putting this huge piece together, uh, the offense is one of the best that you could ever have, um, and so you can, you should be able to understand most of the first few selections for the Chiefs team is going to be on defense. That offense is legit, maybe offensive line, but or maybe a big time running back. But again, I don't think that they are going to spend big on a running back. We saw what Williams could do. We saw any running back in this system is going to look amazing. So why not spend a third or a fourth round pick on a running back that falls? I have him taking defensive lineman out of Clemson, Christian Wilkins. And here we go, number 11th player. This is a guy that could go in the top 15 very easily. But he drops just because he's more of an interior guy. I do not value interior defensive linemen as much, but I have him going in the first round, so that should tell you something. And I think that this is, again, what the Chiefs are going to do. They're going to have to bolster their defense because the mentality of, well, we'll just score 50 every time, they prove that doesn't work. Because, yeah, they did score 50 every time, but... When your defense can't stop anybody, uh, 50 points is not going to be enough. They lost shootouts uh, this year, and so so that's kind of huge for them. So I think defense is probably first, second, third round if I was them. Now, let's jump to the Packers with another pick. Now, the Packers get this pick from the Saints. If you remember back, the Saints traded up two first-round picks, two – the Packers last year to get their edge rusher, Marcus Davenport out of UTSA. Uh he was had an okay season. Wasn't great, but we knew he was a super raw player. So we didn't think that a lot of things were going to be happening with him last year. And we were right. Uh, I wouldn't be very high on that player last year, but this is kind of what the saints have done. You know, they traded a future second round pick to jump into the third round to get Alvin Kamara from the 49ers two years ago. That worked out amazingly well, but then they trade two first rounders for, Uh, to to jump up for Davenport and so they're out so here we go the Packers already had the pick at 12 and I had them taking Jalen Ferguson which is going to be a little early for some people but I am a huge Jalen Ferguson player I think that he is just unreal Uh, all-time leader sack all-time sack leader in the NCAA so anyway here now let's jump to pick 30 why not go tight end I mean they need some the Jimmy Graham experiment is over Good Lord, that was awful last year. They're probably going to keep him just because of the money, but I doubt he's going to be getting a lot of snaps. And now, again, I had a really hard time. Noah Fant or TJ Hawkinson here. You got two tight ends coming out of Iowa, and they are both elite. The big reason why I went Noah Fant, he is a better run blocker. Um, He is much more of a solid tight end. Not saying that TJ Hawkinson is a bad run blocker. Not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you're grading those two players out, Fant is the better run blocker. Hawkinson is probably the better receiver. And so I think Fant, I value that much more. And who knows, maybe we can finally recreate this Aaron Rodgers to tight end production that we saw early on in his career, with Michael Finley. Uh, there's no reason why Noah Fant can't be successful because he could be the tight end that's in there all plays because he can block, and that means that teams won't skew their coverage towards him. You, he is a move tight end. You can put him outside, but you can keep him in line. Uh, Iowa is the tight end you. If you look what they did with George Kittle, they got lots of guys out there that can just ball out. So uh, I got the Packers taking Noah Fant, and that's an awesome haul. You know, it's very. Packer-esque I guess you could say I know they got the new GM there and the new head coach and all those things but building through the trenches why not Uh, just kind of what they're going to do and who they are as a persona of that team is we're a tough football team so I love that pick there now number 31 rounding out the first round we have the Rams uh, at 31 what are they going to do I've got them taking Jonathan Abram Uh, safety out of Mississippi State. Now, that's the thing with this kid. He should go higher. You know, another just stud safety, but he's got some shoulder issues. But, hey, the Rams are in win-now mode. It's who they are. They trade away almost all their picks for, you know, instant stars. So if they're going to stay there, I think that this is one of those picks that could be traded away for a stud player. But if they are going to stay there, which I have them doing in this mock, why not go get somebody that's going to instantly help your defense? And, yeah, Uh, The shoulder concerns are a big deal with the hard-hitting safety, but the pedigree is there. And if this guy can stay healthy, 31 is about where he should go. You know, he could drop a little bit more, kind of maybe 40 is probably going to be his floor, but there's not a lot of guys that can do what he did. And the Rams' defense, is they've got two stud corners. Their defensive line is legit. They just need a couple more playmakers to step in and make some things happen. I think Abram's one of those guys. Um, Now... 32 pick overall. This would have been uh, the Patriots, Super Bowl champs picks. But instead, they traded up, if you remember, um, to get the uh, wide receiver. They traded up to get Kelvin Harmon, pick number 24. And so we have Washington sitting here, who's traded back two times and <laughs> this is maybe my weirdest pick of the day. I got him going quarterback. Now, the options are definitely gone. Almost all the quarterbacks are gone. You know, Kyler Murray, you got Haskins is gone. You got Drew Locks gone. You've got even Daniel Jones is gone. So what's going to happen at this point? I think the fifth quarterback off the board is going to be Jared Stidham, quarterback of Auburn, and it's very important whenever you're getting a quarterback to make sure you get him in the first round because – If you pick them in the first 32 overall picks, you get that fifth-year option, which saves you so much cap relief. And if you can trade up or trade back and get a quarterback in those first 32 picks, it helps you out so much. We saw it last year with Lamar Jackson where a team jumps up into there just because you're basically saying you're betting so much. If you draft a first-round quarterback, it doesn't pan out. Your coaching career, you're going to have to move on to another team. But if you are correct, then... You're going to be in cap hell, you know, in five years. So you just got to kind of plan for that. So, yes, I know Jared Stenham's probably, he's not going to be in my top 60 big board, but quarterbacks drive this league, and I cannot see Washington getting out of this draft without a quarterback selected, and they gain two additional third rounders, which is going to be huge to drop back, and little extra. I think that's kind of good for them. Um, yeah, they could have stayed way up there at 15, but you drop back, drop back, build your base cuz there's so many holes on this team. So, now we are in the second round and we're just going to go up to pick 36 with the 49ers. So, here we go. Let's just keep it going. At pick 33, we have Arizona. Now, Arizona's had the most wild day ever in this mock draft. You know, at uh they traded out of the first overall pick and they picked up number 70, number 69, number 98 and a 2021st. So, they got three additional picks there. Then they traded up <laughs> with the Giants. They trade their quarterback, Josh Rosen. Go back to listen to the old episode if you didn't already. They trade uh, Josh Rosen and number 94 to the Giants, and they select Kyler Murray with the six overall pick. Then they take Jawan Taylor with that number seven pick that they traded back on. So they've got Kyler Murray and Jawan Taylor moving forward. Why not continue to bring, build around your young quarterback? And they take TJ Hawkinson. The tight end, the other tight end out of Iowa, who, man, the more film I watch of this guy, I just absolutely love him. I just don't value tight end too much. Um, and so that's why I have it slipping to the first pick in the second round. So TJ Hawkinson, not a bad haul for Arizona for sure. I think the fans could get behind this big time. And talk about a transformation. You go from one of the worst coach offenses in the league, one of the worst personnelled offenses in the league, and you add three kind of dynamite players and i mean mean, just absolutely incredible they would be so happy if they could do this now pick number 34 we've got indianapolis now the colts already picked monte sweat the edge player and they're going to go back to the other side they're going to go to the offensive side and they're going to get riley ridley wide wide receiver out of georgia one of the best route runners in this league doesn't have the production doesn't have a lot of playing time but the measurables are there the film is there the hands are there all those are there and we saw his brother do it last year he's going to fall just because he doesn't have the size of these other guys or production but make no mistake riley ridley is going to be a player in the nfl and indianapolis is very short on playmakers outside of ty hilton if you have to rely on eric ebron that should tell you something that dude is just yeah i get it he can score touchdowns but He cannot catch the ball and is not reliable. So let's move to number 35, Oakland Raiders. They already have two edge players and a wide receiver. Um, You know They were able to get Josh Allen. They were able to get Ja'Kai Polite and DK Metcalf. They come back with pick 35, and they get Andre Dillard, offensive tackle out of Connecticut. Now this is a guy I'm having a hard time keeping him as low as I have him because the more and more I watch him, the more and more it just seems very easy to project this guy as kind of that 15 to 20-round pick range. So I I have a huge asterisk next to this pick saying I don't think that he falls this low. And if he does, I'd see somebody trade up to go get him. But Oakland has some major needs at protecting that quarterback. And I think Andre Dillard is going to be one of those guys that just keeps scooting up boards Keep scooting up boards, and we're going to start to hear rumors about him. Andre Dillard is an absolute player, and I think the Combine's going to show that with his length. Um, he has what the other elite tackles in this draft kind of don't have. He has that ideal length. So, in our last pick of our mock draft, number 36 overall, the San Francisco 49ers, you know, they, they got lucky. They got Nick Bosa, number two overall. After that huge trade for quarterback at the number one where the Jaguars traded up and took Haskins, they got Nick Bosa at number two. So what do they do here at 36? There, there's a lot of options. you know, Kyle Shanahan came out today and said, basically our quarterback position is solid. Every other pick, every other position, we probably need to add people. So it, there are some positions that stand out much more so than others. Obviously, cornerback, do you want to stay with your young corners? Uh, that are very raw and have not produced opposite Richard Sherman. You've got both safety positions. You know, Are you okay with those? Uh, do you want to stay with there? you got linebacker on defense. You've got guard on offense. You've got a swing tackle. You've got to replace Joe Staley eventually and a wide receiver. So there, there's, there's lots of ways to go. But as far as the way the board fell here, I have the 49ers taking Devin Bush, linebacker out of Michigan, who I have ranked uh, basically around that 28 to 29 range. I don't have a first-round grade on him, but I have no problem if a team took him in the first round. The problem is the position he plays. Off-the-ball linebacker continues to be less and less important as financially, draft pick-wise, all these things, but it is a major need for the 49ers. Um, Obviously, Fred Warner last year just played absolutely lights out third-round pick out of BYU but if you paired him up with Devin Bush and perhaps this defense could finally start to turn around and not be a, you know, a laughing stock. I, I hate to say that, but whenever you force the fewest turnovers in the history of football since they started keeping that stat all the way back in 1940, that should tell you something. You are not an elite defense. So I got them taking Devin Bush, which would just be unreal. That defense, if they got Nick Bosa and Devin Bush in the first two picks, this defense would turn around immediately. So, um, just want to say thanks uh, for listening shout out to our sponsor game day sports memorabilia those guys are just unreal they're the best we literally have the best sponsor i believe that head over to their site game day sports memorabilia.com whatever it is you need whether it's for a birthday or whatever it doesn't matter just graduation present and all those high school kids are graduating figure out their favorite team or player get them a jersey i promise you they will love it game day sports memorabilia they are unreal and if you guys have any complaints and you hate this, and you're just like, why would you do this, and why would you do that, this is stupid, man, I would love to hear that. Please send all complaints and insults to my Twitter, at JL underscore Chapman. I love arguing, and I will listen to your comments and we will argue it will be so fun but thanks for listening and we will be back to our positional breakdown with the wide receiver position i've got i've got the a whole bunch written down a whole bunch of comps made, and all that stuff so stay tuned we got a lot more coming up and enjoy the combine folks